It is Friday, July 7th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Dame is amazed. And don't hit me, baby, one more time. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. NBA Summer League underway today. And Victor Wembinyama gets into it with Britney Spears. And UFC 290 tomorrow night. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? Uh, I don't think you heard me. I said Victor Wembinyama and Uh Britney Spears in the same sentence. Yes. And I'm not talking about him attending... A concert of hers. Oh, it'd be so obnoxious to have a seven foot four guy in front of you at a concert. That Down be... in front, I am Ugh. sitting. <laughs> just be brutal. What a weird story. I don't even. I don't want to make this the Vegas lead, but <laughs> it's just so funny that I got to talk about I, it. I am with so, you. So, Mackenzie, I don't know how much you know about this story, but Wembenyama is at the Aria here in Vegas. Uh, this is straight out of Vegas. I am everybody, right? So we're all familiar with what goes on here in town. Uh, he's at the Aria. And apparently, Britney Spears, like, grabbed him from behind, and a security guard took care of her. So it, there's differing reports, depending on if you ask Victor, or his team, or Britney, because Britney says she tapped him on the back. And she was smacked for her troubles. I, listen, looking at Britney's Instagram lately, I don't believe a word out of her mouth. Okay. Why not? What do you mean? I don't, first of all, I don't even believe that's Britney in the Instagram that's photos. Her. I believe it, it's, it's her. It's all CGI. It's, a, it's an imposter. <laughs> you think she's chat GBT? Have yeah. you heard that story? She, her sister is impersonating her. She doesn't. She has, hasn't been with us for a long time. That, that, ah. There's a lot of stuff going on with Britney that's just really shady. What, what confuses me about this entire thing, and I'll read you the quotes in just a second. These people don't know about each other. I'm telling you that right now. Britney Spears has no idea who Victor oh. Wembinyama is, and Victor Wembinyama does not know who Britney Spears is. I, I I know she's a global icon, but he's 19 years old, and she hasn't been famous in a while. She's only been famous for the free—maybe he knows about the free Britney stuff. But watch, Mackenzie, do you know who Madonna is? Yes. He knows who, who Britney Spears is. I was hoping that they would free Britney. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he knows about Britney Spears. You think he's like, you know, singing baby one more time yeah, in the course. showers? Oops. Anyway. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> that was a terrible French accent. Uh, sorry. The I... French people are now really pissed at I you for that. I don't even care about that. I'm all right with <laughs> they it. They are really, if a French person heard you say that, they would go <laughs> right at you. <laughs> that was a French spit, by the way. See, the French spit differently than Americans. The French go, <laughs> Americans go, <laughs> they spit down. Yeah, that's a different kind of spit. Anyway, here's the quotes from uh, Britney Spears. She said, she, quote, simply tapped him on the shoulder, and his security, quote, backhanded me in the face. That's like, we call that a bitch slap. Yeah. Like, backhanded me in the face without looking back in front of a crowd, nearly knocking me down and causing my glasses off my face. That's a weird way of saying that, Britt, but okay. Yeah. Now, Wembenyama said this. That person was calling me sir, sir, and that person grabbed me from behind. 
I didn't see what happened because I was walking straight and didn't stop. That person grabbed me from behind, not on my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind. I just know the security pushed her away. I don't know with how much force, but security pushed her away. I didn't stop to look so I could walk in and enjoy a nice dinner, end quote. So at the time, he doesn't know who's grabbing him. Somebody's grabbing him from behind. Security took care of her. The reason why I believe Wembenyama over Britney Spears is because she can't reach his shoulder. She, How is she tapping his she shoulder? She can reach it like you, she could tap on his shoulder blade, probably not on the top of his shoulder. We need to investigate this. She's five three. He's seven four. Did you, you already look this up? Five, she, I mean, it's seven? in her Instagram story. She says how humiliated she was because Victor Wimbanyama. She claims he saw the whole thing and laughed at her. Okay, so she's five three. She said, "Yep, five three. which means with the wingspan, you gotta figure she's pushing up to what six and change. Yeah, Reaching say, up? Yeah, I'd say that. And Wembenyama's how tall? Seven foot four. Seven four. So you, his shoulder's probably about 6'11". Shoulder range. I mean, the at, top of his shoulder. At best, she got lat. No okay. shoulder. Uh, my son is in studio today, and he's about Britney Spears' height. So We need, she, we need to raise his hand up. Let's say, raise the it, hand stand up. Stand up and raise your raise hand it. as high as you can. Hold on, raise your hand up. Stand up. Stand up and raise your hand up. Stand up. Stand up. We want to see how high you can reach. I'll stand up now for reference. Now you stand up for reference, yes. Okay. Now AJ's standing, and his son's hand is higher than his head. Reaches about 6'7". Yeah. 6'7". Okay. That, when Benyama's seven, at, at best, lower back. or I think you can hit m- the shoulder blade. Now we're getting into parts of the anatomy I don't want to figure out. Bottom line is, I believe when Benyama over Brittany because... I don't think she's credible. And if I put her on the stand, He's I bet you the jury would believe that. He's French. I don't know, Lloyd. Who Those trusts French the French? <laughs> Tell me you know what that quote is from. From Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, <laughs> Lloyd. Those French are assholes. It's good. All right. When Binyama will make his summer league debut here today, here in Vegas, that's the reason why we're talking about when Binyama, not so much with this Britney Spears ridiculous story, but the Vegas summer league is here and we will have a matchup between the number one and number two overall picks here at the Thomas and Mack Center. I wonder McK- if they planned it that way. It's like they did. <laughs> Mackenzie, what's the line right now? Spurs and Hornets tonight at Thomas and Mack. Spurs are up to six and a half, open five and a half. Most famous man in Las Vegas right now, taking money. Now they're six and a half straight. So he hasn't played yet. We saw Brandon Miller play when the Hornets played in Sacramento. Does having a game under his belt help Brandon Miller for tonight? Uh, he's played two games now, and he has 15 fouls and 24 points. Not hmm. a great start for Brandon Miller. Okay. Uh, Spurs, six and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, and people are betting on the Spurs just because of Wembenyama. I just feel like Summer League is for the underdogs. Kind of like way. the Hornets plus six and a half is the move. That's a, that's a big it's a big number for, for two really bad teams. And how much do you think he's really going to play? It's his first game. It's point. his first Summer League action. And... They didn't want him playing in the Sacramento game because uh, they felt like, oh well, he, he he went to the championship of the French league, right? So he played Gotta into rest like him up. he played into mid June, and he just finished like two weeks before the draft. We had to give this guy time to rest, and he had all the circumstances of coming over, doing the draft, all that fun stuff, the press tours. So now, 
is his first summer league game of what's going to be several games over the course of the next 10 days or so here in Vegas. I got to imagine he doesn't play the entire allotment of minutes. Tonight. I don't think so either. And and there's really, I mean, McKenzie, you tell me, what else is there to like? What other first and second year players on San Antonio do we feel like could could be uh, could could star? According to Mark Medina, NBA Insider, Victor Wembanyama will not play a significant role for the Spurs in the Vegas Summer League. So he'll play, but he won't play a significant role. I would say that is an ideal scenario to betting the Hornets because I already thought. They were going to get bu- they were going to get bet up because people like Vemanyama so much. He's also not that important to this spread. And you even get a seven at DraftKings. That is my best bet for the pot. I'll take the Hornets plus seven over the Spurs. That's, I think that's the move here. Um, Wembenyama, uh, according to reports, he's only going to play at least one or two games. So he'll play tonight against uh, Charlotte, and then likely. Sunday against Portland and the number three overall pick, Scoot Henderson, because he's got to make appearances. He is going to be at the NBA Con event, which starts today. He's going to be part of the Saturday unveiling of the in-season tournament, and he's going to have an on-stage conversation with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in a session called, quote, Exploring the Evolution of of basketball so he's making appearances all week all weekend and all week here in vegas he's got things to do besides he's got to be a witness for his security guard in that trial exactly (laughs) now that's going on too here's the crazy thing about it day one of the summer league 11 uh there's 11 days of this summer league day one tickets sold out wow all 17,500 tickets have been sold out at the Thomas and Mac at UNLV, right? And the Cox Pavilion. Uh, and they said that on the secondary market, on a place, uh, Vivid Seats is one of the resale marketplaces, the average cost of a ticket, $96 for wow. today. Wow. That tops the record of 86 that was set on opening night in 2019. Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson made his debut for the Pelicans. This is only the fifth sellout. In Vegas Summer League history. It's crazy. You know how what happened at the end of the Zion game? You know what the final score was? Canceled. Earthquake. Hit oh, no. Crazy I do day. remember that. Crazy That's day. wild. Uh, another interesting nugget, NBA data, this is according to NBA.com, shows that 98% of fans who purchase tickets through NBA experiences for Summer League live outside of Nevada. Mm. 13% live outside the United States. Wow. So the summer league is growing in popularity. So be careful how you talk about the French for the next couple of weeks. But I, I also think that a lot of this has to They're do around. a lot of this has to They're do with here. also the um the inaugural uh the NBA con. Right. The NBA convention that they decided to put on here that's gonna go on because there's gonna be a lot of people making appearances. It's not just the summer league. This is a big event that the NBA is putting on beginning tonight. So it it's all, a, it starts wild. with seventeen thousand five hundred fans at Thomas and Mac tonight. It's a wild week here in Vegas with the 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 summer league starting mm-hmm. up and that NBA con international fight week is going on right now so there's like the the UFC fan expo and uh, it, like where everybody's going out to meet fighters and wow. fights on Saturday so like sphere open this week sphere open yeah I mean it is it is wild right now out here in Vegas it's a hot ticket out you here. know why it's the Major League Baseball All Star break next week that's true so there's the home run derbies on Monday All Star game Tuesday no games Wednesday no games Thursday and the league resumes on Friday so next week is like that week where the SBs go on right the SBs are always during the all-star break because it's the it's the two days in sport where nothing's going on in professional right. sports 
I think there's WNBA games, but you know, like there's nothing going on in the major professional sports, and so all the athletes can get together, and then people can come on go on vacation or go to conventions here in the best convention city in the country in Las as La, in Las Vegas. Take that, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should have said take that, Miami. Because uh, nice. Miami, see, that's a transition we call in the business. We call that. Uh, we don't know if the Miami Heat are going to acquire Damian Lillard or not. They were the favorite all along. And Damian Lillard kind of may have shook up the market yesterday. He sends out a tweet. I'm amazed. Interesting. Cryptic. That was at. What, does that, what could that possibly mean? That was at 6.52 p.m. Yesterday. And then 7.50 the game, which is a sports radio station in Portland, said why? Good question. And Dame responded. Oh, okay. You know, he doesn't respond to anybody, but, like, it's Portland sports radio. Why not, right? Throw them a bone every now and then. Maybe he's made buddies with those guys over the years. And he says. Some people have good relationships with the players in town, (laughs) unlike me. (laughs) Well, Dame says, quote, at how people could know so much and so little at the same time, end mm. quote. Mackenzie, what do you think Damian Lillard is saying there? It's a good question because there's a lot of speculation, as there should be, as there will be for the next six months until he's traded, about what teams have, what teams can offer. Is Jalen Brown in the deal or not? I'm hearing more and more that the Celtics are not entertaining that offer, and that's the only, only trade I could see that would beat the Heat because no teams are willing to offer much, as people are speculating and reporting. This comes a few hours yesterday after Lillard's agent reportedly, or the report came out, has been going team to team, saying don't trade for Pacers, don't trade for Dame. <laughs> like, uh, what's another team that has been thrown out there? Uh, the Raptors. Don't, don't trade. He's not going to play for you. He's not going to suit up. Whether that's an empty threat, whether he will sit for four years and lose $200 million, or however that will be litigated is an open question. But... He's very, very staunch in his position. It seems increasingly more so, and the Blazers are uh, in a tough position because they're only going to get less good offers from other teams the more these reports are circulated. Yeah, if it's only one team that he wants to play for, well, there goes your leverage because now Miami's just going to be like, hey, listen, you either take our offer or you just keep a disgruntled player, yeah. and, and then that's it because he's not going to want to get traded to anybody else. No one's going to offer you anything better. Take our offer or leave it. Uh, and then the Blazers might say, all right, well, then we'll just keep him. And then maybe Dame sits out. Who knows? There's a whole bunch of stuff going on that could happen with Damian Lillard. But how has the market reacted, McKenzie? Do we have any updates on the odds? Uh, I know of the offshore odds, we should yeah. say, because these the only place you can bet these is offshore, as far as Damian Lillard's next team. I think because it's such a bigger market and so many more people bet it, I think if you're looking at the title odds day to day, that will tell you as much, if not more, than any special odds that bet online or another uh, another company puts up on the board, and the Heat's odds are steady at 10 to 1, 9 to 1 in some places. That tells me there's like a 70% chance, not a 100% chance, that he'll go to Miami and they won't have to give up much uh, going back. There are special odds up, and they've changed a little bit. Bet Online put this up Dame Lillard's next team, if not Portland or Miami. <laughs> so that's, they're such a big favorite that they won't even want to take money on them anymore. Brooklyn in that market is plus 150, Boston plus 250. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. No, he's going to Miami. He's going to Miami. That's what I'm thinking. This is like a this it is like it feels like almost a lot. It feels like feels like a Joey Chestnut type thing, right? Yeah. See, I'm not gonna call it a Wembenyama or a Connor Bedard anymore. It's a Joey Chestnut. <laughs> That's a lock. Sixteen. Well, Champion. 
Him and Ric Flair, 16-time world champions. Well, I guess the, if we think about it. Didn't know that. Actually, Bedard's probably the best example. Because even Wembenyama at whatever it was. I mean, he's still on the board. Wembenyama was still on the board at minus 20,000. That's true. Oh, really? Joey, Joey yeah. Chestnut was still on the board at minus 5,000. And the Miami Heat are still on the board, yep. I guess, technically. Connor Bedard wasn't even on no, the board. No, he, he was <laughs> so, the lock of locks. Like, they, they were saying that there's no way in hell that he's going anywhere else besides number one to the Chicago Blackhawks. Anyway, uh, the Dame saga will continue. We'll have an update for you uh, uh, each and every show that we do. Let's guess right now. All right. What day does Damian Lillard get traded? And if you want to say... Not in the offseason, you can say that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's, I'm going to say uh, closest to the pin, November 15th. AJ? I'm going to say a, a late Friday, like a Friday after 5 p.m. or Saturday sometime in mid-August. I like where your head's at with the Friday because I like the weekend news dump. Oh, yeah. Okay? The Blazers don't want to deal with that all week. Except, are you ready for this? Yeah. It's next Friday. I hope you guys are right. It's happening next Friday. Okay. Because next week, I mentioned it before. One week from today. Yes. I mentioned it before. All-star break in Major League Baseball. It's a downtime. Agents are, there's nothing to do, right? You can go to the SBs with some clients, or you're more than likely, if you're Dame's representative, you're here in Vegas with him. Or you're here, not with him, but you're here in Vegas. And what are you doing here in Vegas? You're watching the Summer League. You might be trying to check on some of your rookies that you just signed, or you might be trying to poach some talent from somebody else. You're talking to GMs about your clients' deals that might not come up this year, but you're trying to, you're getting a head start on what's going on next year. You're walking through the Thomas and Mack Center, or, or you know what? Late at night, you're at the win. You're at, you're at the bar at Delilah, and you see, <laughs> and you see a general manager, and you walk up and you say, "How you doing? You know, just just came in to get a drink with my lady. By the way, hey." Why don't we schedule time for you and I to sit? Let's talk about my guy's deal for next year. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem, man. Listen, there's no ain't no rush on it, but we're we're both here in town. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Nobu. Fezzik's gonna get us a comp. Let's go uh, have a drink and we'll, we'll chat. I think next week here in Vegas, deal gets done next Friday, a week from today. Damian Lillard gets traded. Okay, I could see that happening. Someone told me Nobu was the fifth. Best sushi restaurant in Las Vegas. I was like, this is not what I've been hearing. This is not what I've heard. I haven't Didn't gone. You say it was like the greatest meal of all time. I I mean, it's, like, it's in the top ten meals that I've had. Right. Now I know there's multiple locations here in Vegas. Is there? Okay. Okay. But I've so maybe that's four and five. I don't know. Everything I've heard is the one at Caesars is is the the premier one. So I gotta try I, these other places. I'd, I'd have places. a hard. Yeah, they must be some good secret places. Well, that new Ocean Prime opened up. Uh, by, um, I guess, by Planet Hollywood, kind of. Ocean Prime opened up. It's like, there's like a separate elevator that goes to the restaurant. Oh, fancy. Yeah. It's a very fancy uh, steakhouse. So that's like the new, that's like the new spot right across from like the Aria. Okay. Or, Ocean yeah, Ocean Prime. Yep, that's the new, uh, that's the new spot. It's where everyone's heading out. So check that one out when you guys get a chance. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained, and it could be easy to ignore 
your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it. And it's so easy here Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ. It's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped aboard as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. Major League Baseball, what a fun day it was on Thursday. You saw benches clear in Arizona between the Mets and the Diamondbacks. I didn't see that. Yeah, because they they got their ass kicked. Well, they threw at Francisco Alvarez, who's been red hot. He homered again. Uh, The Mets just absolutely obliterated Arizona 9-0. Boy, I couldn't have been more wrong on that one. Um, And the Mets are just red hot right now. They're undefeated in the month of July. Okay. Undefeated in July. The Mets looking to to make a run here. Maybe they trade for Otani because they're so hot right now. They just keep winning. See that? Maybe that's. I think something has changed with the New York Mets. If you've watched any of their games over the past couple of days here in July, they're playing harder. Now I know that that doesn't make sense. It's like, what do you mean? It's baseball. Like you can only like you you throw the ball, you catch the ball, you hit the ball. It's not like uh, NBA where you can play tougher defense, right? Or football where, you know, maybe you push a little harder on the line or something like that. But when I say playing harder, what I'm seeing from the Mets is I'm seeing guys, as soon as they hit the ball, sprinting out of the batter's box to leg out doubles. Like what you're supposed to do. Yes. (laughs) I'm seeing guys sprint out of the box to beat out a ground ball to the third baseman in the hole. That's a bang-bang play at first, but they're being called safe. I'm seeing guys take off from second and score on balls that probably the third base coach would normally hold jump on, and you'll be conservative because you don't want to get thrown out at the plate, but they're forcing the issue. The bats are hot right now. The pitching, Carlos Carrasco, where did this come from? Last night, Cookie Carrasco throws eight shutout innings, only three hits allowed. 
Uh, and and we th- talked about Ryan Nelson being hot. That oh, guy stinks. Yeah, back to back to you. You called it. Yeah. Well, I, I wish I did. Uh, but the Mets now have won five straight games again, undefeated in the month of July. And tonight, go to San Diego where they're underdogs against the Padres. I'm sorry, I'm betting the Mets. Justin Verlander's on the hill. You Darvish for the Padres. The Mets are the play. Do you think they're responding to Cohen calling out the team a week ago? Yes. Days ago? Yes. Or I think they're responding to Buck Showalter's job being on the line. I think they're responding to possibly the idea that the Mets could trade for Shohei Otani. And it's not just about the team thinking, because it it's when you are involved in trade rumors, two things happen. And I've had multiple players in multiple sports tell me these things. So this isn't just me making it up and people say, you never played professional ball. I know I didn't play professional ball, but I worked in sports radio for years and have interviewed many professional athletes, and we've talked about these things. I've had co-hosts who are performing professional athletes. Could have been athletes. a contender. Anyway, two things happen when your team or players are involved in trade discussions. One, teams get a boost because they're excited about the potential. When when your team is involved in trade rumors, and this, uh, when I say trade rumors, I mean about acquiring players, not about giving away players. Sure. As a player on the team, you get a sense of confidence knowing that your organization is trying to win. They're trying to put your team in the best situation to win. So you get that little boost of excitement saying, wow, the general managers behind us, the owners behind us. They want us to win. You know, I guarantee you players on the A's and the Royals, they don't feel that. That's true. But players on the Mets right now, when they're saying, hey, we can go out there and get Otani, they're thinking, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're in this now. All right? We're trying to win this thing. Let's go. And the other thing is players are playing for their jobs, right? Guys want to show that they belong on this team. They don't want to be the castoffs. They don't want to be the ones sent away because the team is looking to bring in some better players. In fact, they probably don't want the team to trade for anybody. They want to show that the team is good enough as is. And if there's camaraderie in that clubhouse or that locker room or that dressing room, yep, different sports call it different things. If there's camaraderie there, then the players sometimes don't want there to be a trade. And so they come together, they play harder for each other, And wins are a result of that. And I think that's what's happening with the New York Mets. Five straight wins is not a fluke. And now I think they'll make it six tonight against the San Diego Padres. But I want to talk one more thing about that Diamondbacks game last night. Corbin Carroll, the star sensation, rookie sensation for the Diamondbacks, who is not only the favorite to win the rookie of the year, but was the second favorite behind Ronald Acuna to win the MVP in the National League left the game after a swing and miss grabbing his shoulder. Looked pretty rough. It looked to me like a labrum or rotator cuff. I'm not a doctor. I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. But this is a guy who had shoulder surgery back in May of uh, 2021. And earlier last week, left the game against the Rays because he felt something in his shoulder. I think this is a bad sign for one of the bright young stars in all of baseball. I wouldn't be surprised if we do not see him play in the All-Star game next week, which would be a bummer because he's from Seattle. 
I mean, it's got it's almost an automatic that he wouldn't play, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah. you don't want to take it, no. you don't take any chances with something like that. He's batting 290, 18 home runs, 24 stolen bases, and is a stud out in the outfield. McKenzie, I got to imagine rookie of the year odds are off the board right now in the National League. They are currently. He was minus 500 at one point. Next closest, Ellie De, De La Cruz at plus 500. Uh, before, if these would get- you bet me right now, even money, Carroll to win the award? Because my first thought was, let's bet Ellie De La Cruz. This looks like something serious. First of all, I got to interpret, you know, the video. I'm not a doctor either. Yeah. Second of all, how much, how long could he be out and still win the award? Three weeks. If he if he's, doesn't come back till mid-August, you don't think he wins it? Unless De La Cruz doesn't do anything. Right. But he's so good. The benefit they have right now is that they got a week off next week. Yeah. yeah it's cool. They got time off. So he can not play the rest of the weekend. He'll have all of next week off. Maybe he doesn't play the next weekend either. And so you're giving this guy 10 to 14 days off before he comes back. And they can maybe put him on the 10-day IL. So you get it, you give him three yeah. weeks off. You know, so um, there's ways that they can manipulate their roster to give him time. I actually think De La Cruz is a value bet right now. Because if this is a re-injury of that surgically repaired shoulder and he's out for the year, De La Cruz is winning this award. Yeah. And I because be, right now the only thing probably keeping Dela Cruz from being a real contender is he missed the first part of the season. Yes, but it's better to miss the first part of the season, come on, and then shine. Yeah, rather than to. No, I agree. Yeah, and uh, Bob Nightingale last night tweeted out: Corbin Carroll has shoulder discomfort. Doctors say everything checked out fine with his strength and stability of his shoulder. Manager Tori Lovello and the Diamondbacks are optimistic, but he will undergo an MRI just to make sure he is fine. So they'll get the results of the MRI later on today, but I wouldn't expect to see Corbin Carroll till at least next weekend. Okay. For the Diamondbacks, which means this is a team that actually is, you know, holding on to first place right now in the NL West, but has not looked good lately, losing four straight games. Losing six of their last ten. And now losing one of their key pieces. And now losing arguably their, their best player. One of their best players. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers right now, half game back, looking real hungry. The Dodgers. Let's take a look at the schedule here for the rest of Friday. Braves are at the Rays. This is an incredible series, which could very well be a World Series preview. Ooh. Tyler Glass now against Charlie Morton. Ooh, uh, good pitching matchup, too. Uh, let me give you the rest of the series, AJ. So it's Glasnow, Morton tonight. Tomorrow, Taj Bradley, Spencer Strider. Sunday, Bryce Elder, Zach Eflin. Who wins this series? Give me the Rays two out of three. You like the Rays two out of three? Yep. Just because they're home? or I think because they're home, and I, I think that— I think the Braves win the Strider game. I think the Braves win the middle game. Okay. Rays win the sandwich action. All right. Phillies are at the Marlins. The Phil- Don't look now. Phillies are red hot. Three straight wins. They look re- looked really good lately, especially offensively. And they are creeping up on the Marlins for second place in that division. I lost a wager on the Marlins yesterday, Scott. Yep. They put up nine hits. Yep. Zero runs. Yep. Ben That's don't break. hard to do. Yep. It's you know, hard you know what to... the chances are? I looked that up because you told me in pre-production. What are the chances? What do you want to guess? Uh, I'll go 25%. Nine hits, zero runs has happened in 1% of games where there was nine hits. Oh, my gosh. That's, Tough beat. That is terrible. 
Well, listen, they needed more than one run to win the game. Yeah, but you can't win a game where you don't score any runs. That's true. Uh, Zach Wheeler gets the start for the Phillies. Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins. Philadelphia minus 125. Blue Jays are at the Tigers. Oh, the Blue Jays are doing it. Alec Manoa. They're bringing him out. Gets the start for Toronto. Alec Fiedo comes off the I.L. to get the start for Detroit. Toronto's minus 140. I like the over here because I don't trust either of these pitchers. You know what this line opened at? What's that? Minus 165. And it was bet down. Yeah. yeah. I believe so. Big fan of the show. I've talked about it before. Michael in Toronto has weighed in. He says Alex Manoa is back. He looks a few pounds lighter and has found new mechanics. I don't know what insider information Michael in Toronto has, but they are excited to see this guy back. He found a new mechanic for his, for his BMW. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the same old shit pitching. Elsewhere, the Cubs are at the Yankees. And speaking of returning from the IL, Carlos Rodon makes oh, his 2023 boy. debut for the Yankees. The Yankees are minus 170. Former Yankee Jamison Tyone goes for the Cubs. It seems like a big number next to Rodon after such a lengthy layoff. Yeah, I don't know how long he's, he's not going to get much game. length. You wouldn't mm-hmm. expect. So I, I, I wouldn't want to back the Yankees here. Rangers are at the Nationals. Corey Bradford goes for Texas. Trevor Williams for DC. Royals at the Guardians. Daniel Lynch for the Royals. Aaron Savali for the Guardians. Guardians minus one ninety five. Red Sox are favored over the A's. Of course, Luis Medina goes for the A's. A's back to earth today. Yep, Bernardino back, back going to for the Red Sox. Orioles at the Twins. Cole Irvin for the Orioles. Bailey Ober, who's been pitching great. He goes for Minnesota. Minnesota's minus 155. The Reds are at the Brewers. And speaking of pitching great, um, Andrew Abbott's been awesome for Cincinnati. And they're underdogs in Milwaukee against Corbin Burns and the Brewers. I don't hate the Reds here. I really don't. Uh, the Mariners are at the Astros. Luis Castillo goes for Seattle and Hunter Brown for the Astros. Cardinals are at the White Sox. Jordan Montgomery against Dylan Cease. Even spread for Dylan Cease day, AJ. I again, I don't like the Cardinals. They beat me yesterday. I might be back in the back in the arena against them today. Diamondbacks will look to get off the Schneid, and they got the perfect guy to help them do so. Zach Gowan on the hill. Uh, speaking of the hill, Rich Hill getting the start for the I Pirates. Know. I got to be honest with Corbin Carroll out and the Diamondbacks kind of slumping. I actually like the under in this one because I know Zach Gowan's not going to give up runs at home. And Rich Hill has done a decent job of keeping some lineups uh, off balance. And like I said, with the way the Diamondbacks have been playing lately, I just don't trust them to score some runs. Fair enough. So give me the under in this one. Uh, Elsewhere, we talked about the Mets at the Padres. Angels at the Dodgers. Griffin Canning going for the Angels. Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers. Dodgers are minus 178. And then Austin Gomber gets to start for the Rockies in San Francisco against the Giants. Ross Stripling goes for San Francisco. UFC 290 this weekend, two titles on the line. I'm going to give you two picks here for the uh, for the event. I'm going to go first in the main event, Alexander Volkanovsky, Yair Rodriguez. I'm going to go doesn't go the distance at minus 120. I like Volk here a lot. Not enough to bet him at minus 350. Instead, I'm going to predict the fight doesn't get to the scorecards. Yair Rodriguez is a truly defensively flawed fighter. And he is going to be frustrated against a guy like Volkanovsky, who's as crisp and and technically sharp uh, as he is. And I think as he gets down on the scorecards, he's going to take more chances. Those chances are going to lead to a finish. I also think the opportunity is going to be there for Volk to wrestle. Uh, And if he can get him down on the ground, I think he can wear him out and maybe finish him on the mat there. So I like that fight not to go the distance at minus 120. My best bet on the card, though, I'm going to go with Robert Whitaker against Drekus Duplessis, pardon me. I'm going to go over two and a half rounds 
and you can get that at plus 140. And Robert Whitaker's dominated everyone not named Israel Adesanya since he moved up to, to middleweight. But it's been a long time since he was a finisher. This is a guy who, who just piles on volume, wears you down, and, and wins rounds. Duplessis, I see why it's plus money. Because Duplessis, 21 fight career, he's been to the scorecards once. He is a finisher. One in 25. But and it's plus 120? It's plus 140. Okay. But most of, one the, 25. <laughs> most of these most of these guys that he finished were in South Africa, which is a, an underdeveloped uh, regional scene. So he's beaten up on a bunch of cans, basically. Sure, sure. His one decision that he has gone to was one of his UFC fights, one of his four fights in the UFC. So, And this is by far the best competition he's faced. So I think Robert Whitaker takes him into deep waters. I think this goes over two and a half rounds. I love getting the plus 140 here. I like that. I like it's contrarian, but it's completely logical. On your first bet, the Volkanovski... Uh, I'm seeing under four and a half minus one twenty five. Is that pretty much the same as no? As Very no? similar bet. Yeah, like different books will say uh, under four and a half rounds. Some will say doesn't go the distance. I actually like that better. If, if it's I mean, four rounds, does it matter how many seconds are in, go go by? Two and a half. Two and a half minutes. Two, the two and a half minute mark is the is the halfway part of of round. So it uh, could go over four and a half and still not make the distance. Yes, that's added value. Yep. Minus one twenty. And you nice. get the extra five cents. Asia, how crazy is Bo Nickel being the highest favorite ever? in a UFC event. He's now minus 2,800 on DraftKings, and he was higher than that earlier yesterday. Yeah, this he was up to minus 3,500 at one point. This is, I mean, it's it's unprecedented. Um, it, it, he was it's expected to fight Treshawn Gore. He had to withdraw from the fight, so they got him a late replacement, a guy named Val Woodburn. And Val Woodburn is 7-0, and but he's like literally they're bringing him in off the street like on 3 days notice to fight Bo Nickel it's it's really an absurd ask of him uh and it's a, it's a justifiable favorite i i mean i, I you obviously you can't bet this you well let me, i'm going i'm going to ask you two bets okay. which is the better bet bo nickel to win in round 1 minus 400 mm-hmm. or bo nickel to win by submission, minus 225. Bo Nickel to win in round one is a safer bet. Because there's a chance he knocks him out yeah. in round one. Okay. Yeah. But I do I do think, like everybody's saying, well, what if this guy drags Bo Nickel, or like if Bo Nickel wants to, you know, kind of show what he can do. This isn't the – what I did see – I watched some film on this guy, and what I did see out of him is – he, I don't think he's a very technically strong fighter. Mm-hmm. He's actually a bad defensive wrestler, which plays right into Bo Nickel's strength, obviously. Yeah. But he, he's got real power in his hands. Bo Nickel's not going to want to play around with a guy like that. He's going to take him to the ground. He wants to take it, it down and, and finish the fight as soon as possible. Uh, so I, I think that first round prop at minus 400 is the best way to get at. Uh, if, if you feel like, man, I have to bet on the Bo Nickel fight. In the first round, minus 400 is the way to go. But even that feels like just a bridge jumper bet, doesn't it? Like, if well, minus 400? Last time I did, it was, wasn't was that minus 400. But last time Bo Nickel fought, I had, it was like minus 250 or 280. Yeah. And I laid it on Bo oh, Nickel yeah. to win in round one. And he submission in round you, one. You, and you were getting a little nervous, I was getting you? a little nervous because yeah. the, the, the clock was ticking. But he ticking. got the job done, baby. And then I was, I was like, hey, get, I was like, come on. And then yeah, the Bo, guy tapped out. Bo Nickel doesn't play around a lot. He's uh, He has done a lot of work in very, very short amount of cage time. Yesterday was a day for me, Scott. I finally completed an Immaculate Grid uh, at ImmaculateGrid.com. Okay. 
I've heard of this, but I I think I know what it is because I've seen it on TikTok. I can't believe you're not on this. No, so I've seen videos on TikTok. I thought it was just like a John Boy thing. Like it's they, Wordle for sports nerds. That's what the explanation is, yes. So, like, everyone gets the same board every day. You get a new board every day. Uh-huh. And yesterday, you only get nine guesses at nine spots. You've got nine spots to fill. Uh-huh. Basically, it's a three-by-three three board. And there's three on the horizontal axis, three on the vertical, and you've got to you've got to find players who fit both profiles. And then, so and then don't teams, you, and don't you get more points for like the rarer yes. the, the player is? Uh, yeah, a rare pull gets you some extra points. Okay, so, but yesterday was the first time I did it in nine nine guesses. So I, I actually completed the grid. I I thought I did it once before. I got ripped off, I think, because. Uh-huh. It tried to tell me that Ryan Braun never made an all-star team with the Brewers, which is obviously nonsense, but I, I digress. It could have been a misclick on my part, but yesterday, clean nine for nine. Uh, I, so I thought today we could go through one together. Like we can, the, the new board is up this morning. I love it. And we can see what, what kind of a score we can post all here. Right. So uh, a t- today at ImmaculateGrid.com, across the top, you've got – Players who played for the Colorado Rockies, oh, okay. The Atlanta Braves, all right. And players who have had a forty home run season. That seems easy. Okay. On the horizontal axis, you've got Detroit Tigers, St. Louis Cardinals, and New York Yankees. So a great intro for you uh, to to pick players from the Yankees. This should be pretty easy for us. So uh, where should we start? Do you want to start with a, a Yankee uh, a Yankee play? No, I think let's start with like. Let's start with ones that we know for, like, that we're 100% sure of. Miguel Cabrera hit 40 home runs for Detroit. Uh, but that's going to be the first one people think of. Oh, we want re- we want someone a little more under the I radar. Thought, are we trying to get it right? Or yes. Or are we just trying but to? But I, I know a t- Detroit, Cecil Fielder hit over 40 home runs. And less people who are playing this game know who Cecil Fielder is. So, okay. So, it's not just about getting it right. You want to make sure that we, like, get extra points for yeah. okay all right if so, you can all right i mean you want to if you've got multiple answers you want to go with the guy you right, think so would be used so let's less. go cecil fielder all right cecil fielder 11 percent used cecil fielder cecil fielder i just clicked in it says 17 percent. so after must must have been after oh, you it's clicked an, it. it's an early morning now we clicked it so we're good all right we're getting the first crack at this <laughs> bad boy all, all right. right so now st louis cardinals is an easy one with mark mcguire but is there anyone we can think of who's hit 40 home runs for the cardinals that isn't mark mcguire by the way, Miguel Cabrera, 75% have responded. Ah, uh, see? that's It was smart of us. Yeah, obviously. Um, I mean, we want... Who would have suggested Miguel Cabrera to start off? I mean, <laughs> come on. So we want card. We want rare Cardinals. So we want somebody that's not McGuire. Um, I, I would say not Maguire, not Pujols. Because that's going to be the ones Obviously, those that... are the top two, you know, um, man. Those are the first two that come to my mind. I, I know... I, I want Stan Musial. I don't know that he ever no, hit 40 home runs. We, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I know who did hit 40 home runs for the Cardinals, Jim Edmonds. Did he? Yep. Stan Musial peaked out at 39. I'll, that's the last stat I'll give. I won't okay. up any more stats. I think I Jim, think Jim Edmonds, Edmonds is the best The best I, we're going to do. I'm almost certain, Jim, but I'm not 100% that Jim Edmonds hit 40. Mm, I, I think, I, yeah. I mean. Should we play it safe and go Pujols or McGuire? Who do you think's got uh, uh, fewer clicks? 
Jim Edmonds has fewer clicks. Do you think? Are you certain Jim Edmonds hit forty home runs? Well, if you give me two I'm, seconds, I can tell you one hundred percent. Well, if he that's did. not fun. That's I'm not the game. Like, I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he did. That's not the game. You can't cheat. How much do we care games? about perfection? How much do we yes. care about going for the? So Gusta? if we care about perfection, then we then we go with a Pujols or Maguire. For so sure. who, who do you think has fewer uh, votes, McKenzie, Maguire or Pujols? I want to be upset when I find out Jim Edmonds hit forty-two probably, home runs for the Angels. He probably, well, not probably. the Angels for the Cardinals. I'm going to tell you in a second, because once we put in that, I'm going to put in the other name on mine. You're going to be pissed. I'm going to put in McGuire. I think McGuire's a little less. I'm, I'm a little less recent. I'm putting in Edmonds on mine. McGuire, 39%. Did Edmonds hit 40? Da, 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 da. 8% Jim Edmonds. That's Woo! True. <laughs> Woo! All right. Now, this is, we want rare Yankees, right? Yep. Now, that's the thing. Rare Yankees. I mean, you, we know Maris. We know. Uh, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do like Alex Rodriguez or yeah. any recent ones. Uh, Alfonso Soriano, 40 40 club. Oh, that's true. He definitely hit 40. Yeah. I think we should do Soriano. That's a good one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go Soriano. Alfonso Soriano is a miss. Oh, boy. He probably did that for the Cubs, you're, damn it. You're an idiot. I can't believe you put Soriano. Who would have suggested? Uh, I'm gonna go. On. I'm gonna go with Jason Giambi. I bet nobody's thinking of Jason Giambi. How about two percent for Jason Giambi? He did, huh? By the way, Soriano did it for Washington in oh. 2006. Thirty nine for the Yankees. In I'm sorry, Scott. You've been yeah. eliminated. I know. I've been eliminated. Now I can't even. Oh no! Oh no! I can you can still go. You can still run it out here. Oh. Okay. So. Yankees. If you know, McKenzie, if you never threw out that name, I wouldn't have even I was so happy it. with that name. I was so happy. <laughs> and he did hit 40. But it was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, God Let's goodness. go Yankees, who also played for the Atlanta Braves. Um, I've got a really good one that I'm almost, I, I think is going to be a very low percentage. The easy one is going to be Brian McCann, I think. That's what most people will put. I have a question. Okay. Like, no, no, he didn't play for the Braves. I'm like trying to go back like 90s. I'm I, like, that's where I'm going. Watch this. Let me see. What do you, what percentage am I going to get here? Five percent. I just got with my guy. Of uh, Brian McCann? No. Oh, Deion Sanders. That's incredible. Yeah, that's an incredible. This answer. is kind of this. So I do well on the scores because my baseball knowledge is, is a little older. Bit old. Yeah. So I don't I don't know the more recent guys as well. So I have to kind of draw back on some uh, some lesser ball players. I clicked Deion Sanders in the wrong uh, box, so I got another miss. <laughs> that's You're terrible it. at this game. Well, uh, that's the that's the thing here is you have to like you have to click it in the right box. Yeah, like cause my my mouse clicked the wrong box. All right, so where are we now? Yankees and Colorado Rockies. The Rockies are tough because the, I, I don't, like I said, I've got an older baseball knowledge, and the Rockies are not very old. Um, Matt Holiday. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like everyone's going to say that because uh, that, he's the most famous Rocky. But how what many about, are there? What about Octavio Dotel? Okay, there you he go. He played for 1,200 teams. Are you sure that that's a? Uh... No. Let's, let's just do uh, Matt Holiday. We know Matt Holiday for a fact. Okay. DJ LeMahieu. Oh, everyone's going to say LeMahieu. I think Matt Holiday will be more rare. Six percent, Matt Holiday. That's a good pull. Yeah, huh, I got eight percent. I did it before you. Yeah, oh, that's weird. I, how this works. I think Lemayhew is going to be the most popular answer. Okay, can we so, check this? Oh, I'll, well, I'll, you can check it at the end. Well, I'll type in Lemayhew. It'll tell you yeah. at the end the most popular answers. I'm going to type in Lemayhew and see what happens. So, forty-one percent, Lemayhew. Rockies, Cardinals, 
Arenado is the the no one Arenado is the gimme. Yeah, I don't know any other one, so I'm tempted to just put Arenado in. If you want to get it right, you have to go Arenado. Yeah, you're okay. perfect so far. Let's keep that going. We're gonna go yeah. Arenado. Tigers Rockies. This is a tough one. This is where things have uh, have come to a halt for me. I, you know what? I'm gonna skip Tigers Rockies. I'm gonna go back to that. By the way, I found a guy that's four percent Cardinals and Rockies. Randall Grichuk. Okay. Yeah. Cardinals Braves. Wait, wait. What, where are we at right now? Cardinals I, I Tigers. Sk- I skipped Rockies Tigers because I can't think of one right now. So I'm, I'm going to go back to that. Uh, Cardinals Braves. I know Edgar Renteria. I can't know. I can't think of anyone else. And I feel like Edgar Renteria is not famous enough that it's probably going to get me a less than ten percent score. Wait, wait, you're saying on what team? What are you talking about? Braves Tigers. Cardinals. Braves, Cardinals, yeah. Edgar Renteria? Yeah. Can you think of anyone better? I'm still trying to think of Tigers and Rockies right now. Um, we'll come back to that. Braves and... I mean, people are probably screaming in their cars right now. I know. Like an obvious <laughs> answer. Let's go... Renteria is a good answer. Okay. Good answer. Yeah. Edgar Renteria? Oh, 2%. That's a nice. great answer. That's a good answer. So far. All right. Weird. Teamwork makes the dream work. All right. So now we've got two boxes left. We're on our way to perfection. Okay. Rockies, Tigers, and Tigers, Braves. Tigers, Braves. I have one off the off the dome. Tigers, Braves. Oh, I'm still thinking of Tigers. In fact, yeah, Tigers, Braves. Gary Sheffield. I don't remember what. Yeah, you don't remember what Gary Sheffield with who? Braves. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sheffield, I mean, no Sheffield with Tigers for a couple years. Yeah, one year at the Braves, 2002, 2003. Good call. Okay. 4%. Oh, that's a good one, too. Okay. Rockies, Tigers. It's all come down to this. I, I, I honestly. And we only I, have one guess? I We only have one guess, and I don't have any confident answer. You know who I thought about when I said the Yankees, Rockies, Octavio Dotel? Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain he falls into the category of Rockies and Tigers as well. I feel like he can you can just put put him on every team in Major League Ed, Baseball. Edwin Jackson is a guy you can almost do that with. That's yeah, you could do that. It's like Dotel and Jackson are the ones that we do it. Um, so I'm gonna go Octavio Dotel. Oh. The Josh Johnson of the MLB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go Dotel. I like it. Octavio Dotel. Yeah. I got it. Parody score? Victory. Yep. 133. That's a good score. Let's see today's stats. I have enough. C.J. Crone played one year for the Tigers. Oh, that would have been a good one. You're not going to stop and say, hey, by the way, second perfect grid for A.J. over here. Well, congratulations. Uh, C.J. Back. Crone, by the way, 40%. C.J. Crone, most popular answer. Yeah. Oh, uh, where do you see the most popular answer? So you hit stats at the end. So the most popular answers, Tigers Rockies, C.J. Crone, Tigers Braves, Justin Upton, 40 home run season, Miguel Cabrera. Uh-huh. Cardinals Rockies, Nolan Arenado, 50%. Uh, Marcel Ozuna. Uh, Great. 38%. Easy. Easy. Pujols, obviously. Pujols, 51%. Across the bottom, the Yankees, Rockies, DJ LeMahieu, 41. Josh Donaldson, 17. Aaron Judge, 45. Of course, everyone's going to say Aaron Judge. Jason Giambi was the money pick right there. So what was the rarity? What does rarity score mean, 138? Uh, I I don't really know how to calculate it, to be honest. Good. It It says here that there's some people, uh, one person got a 67 because lower is better, I guess. You're adding up the percentages. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. But this is a fun game. 
This yeah. is this is good. I feel like we should do one of these on every show. I feel like we should bet it. I feel like if we do one every show, people will hate our show. But it was <laughs> it was a fun experiment, and it's a good, good good way to shine the light on the game. Can we, uh, do they have these in other sports too? I I saw that they were gonna they're gonna start having them. I haven't seen any of them yet. Okay. So I, I'm I'm for other sports. I would like to see them do it in other sports. I think I'd make AJ minus one forty over you, Scott. He just won two immaculate. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you, like it's. I'm very limited. I, I, I got lucky, to, again, two days in a row, and I've been playing for about a week now. I also think, though, like, AJ's going for the rarity score, and I think I would just go for just trying to Slam get all, dunks. Just trying yeah. to get the night. Like, you would go, I'd go Miguel Cabrera. I'd go Aaron Judge. Like just try, Let's just pool holes. Like, I'm just trying to fill it up. As long as I can go nine for nine, I'm happy. AJ's trying to get the rarity score, which is a nice bonus. Higher variance game, that is. It's a nice bonus. Yeah. I like that, though. That's a good job. Much better than Wordle. Oh, I, I hate it. When, when people posted the Wordle stuff on Twitter, I couldn't stand it. I don't. I don't care what score you had on a, on a word on, on Wordle. But you care that I've gone nine for nine two straight days. It's impressive. Make it Thank three you. for three, and Thank you. we'll call that a streak. We'll see. Speaking of streaks, there are several pregame pros on some hot winning streaks at pregame.com, and you can get one of their best bets for an incredible discount. Now, how how do you do that? It's easy. Use our promo code FIREWORKS20 in the spirit of the 4th of July. Yeah, it's still it's like 4th of July weekend, and this is 4th of July week. And even though it's Friday and this is the following weekend, we're still celebrating. FIREWORKS20, because you know why people are still lighting them off? Because they just have them, and they didn't use them all. And now you can, get, and you can get them much cheaper now, because oh, yeah. after the 4th oh, of July. Yeah. It's like getting candy after Halloween, fireworks after 4th of July, so much cheaper. Fireworks20 is going to get you 20% off at pregame.com. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you head to pregame.com and sign up to become a member for free. Because as a new member, you get a free $25 site credit where you can use that on anything you like, like a daily best bet or $25 off of a weekend or all access from your favorite pregame pro or a seven-day all access or our new second half of the Major League Baseball season package or any of our variety, any of our discounted packages up on pregame.com. Just go to the website, check it out, sign up. If you're a member already, then use our promo code FIREWORKS20 for 20% off your purchase. For Mackenzie Rivers and A.J. Hoffman, no tugging on the back of Victor Wembenyama. I'm Scott Sattenberg. We're straight out of Vegas, AM. Thank you.